TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. A lot of conversations go on in the Score North prep room. You get to hear them with a cast of characters and your host, Danny Cunningham. It's Cluster Fun. All right, welcome into Cluster Fun. Danny Cunningham is uh, out today. He's actually in Cleveland. He'll be on Vikings Vent Line. But Declan Goff in the uh, city jersey, right, from yeah. last season? The Garnett. 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 I can't trust any player on this team, so I went with uh, the favorite oh, player that's of my great, generation. Great call. Uh, I, and I, by the way, once they did that, yeah. they, were, they are never going to have a city jersey that replaces that, that improves on that one, no, right? No, this was... Because I, I've heard complaints about the current one yeah. that they're going to wear, but... I don't think the Wolves have any chance. That is, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's perfection, but for what oh. they were after, it's pretty much perfection. I would say that you know the Miami Heat ones are always those ones are probably the most elite ones right now. Thanks, BJ. In the in the NBA, but I, I think these Prince jerseys aren't too far behind either. The, the new cities ones, uh, city ones are nice, but I I think these ones are just phenomenal. I might have rolled with those for a few years. Oh to yeah, be honest with you. Oh yeah, I would have said I'm not going to uh, create new ones because you could say, you can keep selling those forever. Right. The Prince look is That's great. True. All right, let's start with uh, what transpired again in Florida last night. The Minnesota Wild now, what, points in 10 consecutive games, five consecutive victories. What are we to make of what is going on with this team in your mind, Declan? Well, part of me, you know, it's cool that they're winning games to the degree of people are starting to step up. Young players are taking step forwards. Uh, Matt Zuccarello is playing very well. Jason Zucker is playing very well. Uh, They lose Jared Spurgeon last night, and Carson Soucy steps in, and him and Jonas Brodin were probably the two best players in the ice. Soucy, two goals in two games, right? Yes. Because he scored the winner in the uh, Florida game. you you got to respect what he's been able to do and step in right there and and, and be a big-time player. Obviously, the goaltending is the goaltending. Stalock, maybe not his best performance last night, and he was pretty frustrated after the end of the game, but you're getting by right now with with the goaltending. And third period, he was... And and by the way... The end of the... Yeah. And by the way, Tampa's a better team than you. Yes, and Tampa skill, has yes. more skill 100%. than you. And Staylock was Staylock unbelievable. Uh, not for three periods, but I thought in the third period last night, for the most part, he was phenomenal. The first goal was not a great goal. Um, my thing about it is this: if this is the direction that you are going to go in and win some games, and look, when the young guys play well, it's great. Um, but you might as well extend Bruce now, because if you're going to have Bruce, Bruce is. We, we've talked about this before. He's an unbelievable coach. And he can, in, in fact, I think it was you who several weeks ago brought up, and this was a better team, but that duck start, what was that, like eight years oh, ago? Oh, yeah, seven? Six, five years, right, those last year now. He was about to be fired, basically. Yeah. And they took off and played great. That's Bruce. He's that good. So if this is the if you're Billy Guerin and you're going to be like, oh, this is great, we're getting points, or you're just going to, you might as well, there, there would be no reason, there's no compelling case now to get to the to the the springtime, April, and fire Bruce. No. Bruce has been great. So I would extend Bruce now say, Bruce, you've got security. Here's three more years. If you want to do this for three more years, God bless you. Um, do I think this is going to last permanently? Absolutely not. No. But do I think it's a really interesting conundrum here, too, yeah. because I have so many questions. Yes. Are the fans going to come back not convinced the answer is yes. I don't think the fans like this team that much yet. Not immediately. And you don't have that one young superstar. Correct. Like if they had a galvanizing superstar who was uh, 21, right. then fans would buy his jersey. Caprasov, right. right? Sure. A guy like that. Right. So my question is, are the fans going to come back? I don't know. Is Garen going to look at this and be told by Leopold, let's try and get a playoff spot? Or is he going to say, hold on a second, Eric Stahl and Zucker, and those guys are playing well. They've got 
no trades, but they're limited, Declan. So I could po- I could possibly trade them. This is veering off into a really interesting world, and there's a lot of questions, and I have no idea right now what the answers to those are. Well, even a few weeks ago on scorenorth.com when I wrote scenarios for the Wild, you know, we were talking about best case, worst Mm -hmm. case, most likely case. Um, And best case was that this team gets hot, young players step up, they don't even just make the postseason, but they end up going to, they end up winning a first round series. And I think that that would be a best case scenario for everyone involved. Um, I didn't think that was very likely. But right now, obviously, the Wild would be in the playoffs. They're right with Dallas and as the two wild card spots if the postseason started today, which is pretty crazy to think. But look, we've seen this team get hot before and go on runs. Um, is it sustainable? You winning obviously points in twelve straight games? No. I, whether whether you are St. Louis or Minnesota, no, that's not sustainable. Sure. But this is very intriguing that the young players are playing very well. The goaltending is what is very impressive to me because obviously Devin Dubnik is dealing with a, a very tough situation right now with his family and you kind of thought man they're going to even even be in a bigger hole and right now Staylock and Capo Kakinen who probably will start this next game and I like Capo he's he, this, he's this is great you're, you're seeing these even uh, I, I would bet Brendan Minnell probably gets in next game too sure um Victor Rask for God's sakes has started to turn things around as well, a fourth line player nice defensive uh structure last night Tampa Bay yeah Good God. I mean, they were. You I, know what? It was awful. Five goals in the first I've 16 some, shots. I've got some advice to the Panthers and Lightning. It helps to give a damn. Yep. I mean, that's embarrassing. Right. Both of them were, were embarrassing. And last night, Tampa, the fact that they let the Wild come right back down, not once, but I think twice, and just score bang, mm-hmm. it's a bang, it, that's a joke. No. Have some bleeping pride. I, I'm not saying you got to be great every game, but that was a complete joke. But yeah, it's just I. This to me creates so many questions about what they're going to do. Because if Bill Guerin's smart, he's not going to look at this and say, "A, it's sustainable," or "B, man, now I've got um, got all these veterans playing great. This is fantastic." No, you're going to say, "Hold on a second here. Their value is going higher. I can actually pedal them." D- do you recall? This is ages ago now, but the White Sox were in the. I think it was the American League Central playoff race in the, probably the 2005 or so. Okay, and they were contending. Like the Wild is now, they weren't great, but they were definitely contenders. And at the deadline, they completely bailed. They they bailed. It was pro- no, it was probably two thousand. I don't know eight or something. Right. But anyway, the point being is they got out. They're like yep. we're not that good. Right. That's my question about Bill Guerin. Will Bill Guerin look at, at this because, and this is where Bruce and this is why I would give Bruce an extension right now and say, hey, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Because Bruce is going to get points. It makes it makes no sense to have Bruce as your coach right now if he's go and then fire him. Because right now if you were going to say let's tank, let's not be good, you'd fire Bruce right now. Sure. Cuz Bruce is getting points by himself at times. Yep. So if this is your plan, then I'm all in with Boudreaux, and he's my coach for the next two or three years. I think what it is right now is, is Garen's going to ride it out. I don't think he's going to make any rash decision um, within even the next 30 days. Uh, he's oh, gonna, I agree with that. He's yeah. going to ride this out. Um, yes, it, it might be wise for him to possibly extend Bruce. I think that would be maybe the more marquee move to make is, is possibly extend him. Um, but right now, they're in no position to to be freaking out. What I don't want them to do, with most uh, especially, is let's say they continue to play pretty good hockey, not to this level, but consistently sure. decent sure. hockey. Sure. Don't add at the deadline. There's no reason for you oh, to add at the I deadline. I, it's like just no. keep, keep the roster intact if you're going to keep like it you're intact. Saying, try and get help. Yeah, don't oh, get help. Oh, I think no. that'd be more detrimental than just than just. You can't uh, trade picks or prospects. Yeah, don't do that. 
don't do that. Just no. keep this roster intact. It's it, it, there's no real need to add to it. And this is sort of the team that before they they got off to the atrocious start and looked awful, yeah. looked absolutely dead. This is sort of the team that on Judd's hockey podcast we talked about expecting fringe playoff team. Mm-hmm. A fringe playoff team. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a case to be made then if you're a fringe playoff team that you actually still bail out of it then. Yeah, you could. Because I don't think – here's their problem. A first-round playoff berth would sell tickets. Not trying to say Obviously. it wouldn't. But I don't think it would spark any excitement. I think if you want to spark excitement and, – and it does bother me now that – and this might change. But it does bother me right now with the way that they are playing – they are right now sliding further and further down that draft pick potential there. Yep. Because Declan, if they end up with another fifteen or sixteen pick, it's the same old. And 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 that's the one good thing about being bad. Yeah. So and, and I can't sit here and make a Capelli case why I could spin a, a sixteen pick into being a good thing. Well, by the way, right now the Wild would be out of the draft lottery if the playoffs started today. Yeah, that's not good news. <laughs> that's not productive. Uh, last thing. Yeah. Got a catcher. Hey. Alex Avila, yeah. who strikes out a lot. I believe he walks a lot. He's uh, He played the uh, last two years with the Diamondbacks. He spent most of his career with the Detroit Tigers. He is a um, he is a definition, I think, of a backup catcher. Correct. Here's the only thing that strikes me as a little bit odd. Are the Twins going to let Mitch Garver catch all the time no. next year? In fact, I and would. How does this work then? I would still bet that Alex Avila could possibly catch more games than him. Is, I but, wouldn't be surprised. But look at Avila's stats. Yeah. And the other problem, too, he's got concussion problems yeah. from foul tips. Yeah. Um, like Joe Maurer did. Right. So you can't count. You, you need to have another catcher behind him ready to go if there's a reoccurrence. And. And look, he he's a like you said, prototypical backup catcher. He he can get on base. He has decent slugging uh, over the last three years. Uh, a three fifty three OBP, slugging just under four hundred. That's that's all I could ask for out of a backup catcher. Sure. If it's steady defense and that kind of offensive production, sure. That, that's what it is. There, there's there's not a lot of uh, sustainability in, in backup catchers, but they they face a lot of interesting questions. The bigger question I have is is the Michael Pineda signing. I think is more puzzling to me than the Alex Avila signing. How so? Um I just think if for the first marquee pitching move you're going to make to grab someone who was very good for you for 2 months but over the course of his career has never been able to stay on the field whether it's been for injuries or suspensions and that's your first move for a guy who won't be able to probably pitch till June. Yep. Look, if he's your backup fourth option when you're as you as you get into June and the dog days of summer, fine, that's great. Yep. But please, for the love of God, actually go do something. Oh, he's your. This four. is this is what's but this is what's scaring me. Oh, Judd. that's got to be. This four. is scaring me. Because, oh, because I, no. I I told Mackie Wetmore this months ago. Themselves. I know for a, I just had this horrible feeling from me, and this comes from the old regime that they're going to sign even Nova and call it square. They're going to call it square for the offseason, Let in-house options well, do it off the rotation. I I had this Pineda. horrible. Feeling that's going to happen. The Pineda signing to me is for right now. You're simply getting a guy. It's because right now the, the way I see the rotation is Barrios two, yep. Um, Odorizzi three, Pineda now the four, and Dobnak and Pineda or can't. And Pineda, five. by the way, came and pitch until May at some point in time. That's my he, point. He's got to serve the remainder of that suspension. I'll wait and see, but yeah, that can't be the move. I I just. Please, I'll be as if that's the move. If that's anything near the move, I'll be as. Uh, I, I, it is def- it's overreaction, reaction. But the point right. is, is right. The for the first move you to make the offseason is to get a guy who can't pitch till June. Are you serious? I'm no, just. Start, I, I, it just, I'm just a little bit surprised that they brought a guy back who uh, who so thoroughly 
did them wrong. Yes, that's another reason. I don't. I just don't understand it. I really don't. For the life of me, I don't understand the movie. If an employee did that to you, you'd probably be. You yeah. probably wouldn't be like. I mean, I've I've been fired back. and brought back at other jobs before, but but still, but I'm, you didn't I'm, get suspended. I didn't get that. suspended. That's right. very important. All right, we are done. He's uh, Declan wearing the city jersey from uh, the Timberwolves. I'm Judd. Don't forget, uh, Vikings Event Line comes up on uh, Score North on 1500 and all the places you can find it, Score North mobile app, Apple, Android, at 11 o'clock. Uh, we'll see you later.